We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. It's uh, been a fairly flat afternoon of hurling in the senior decider. Shamrocks Ballyhale running away with it against Dixborough. Not even a poor elation to the intermediate final yesterday and uh, I think that was our 301st match here on the station over the past 12 months so it's some going and so it's a real shame that our final club game for the for, for the foreseeable future was a bit of a flat a flat game right joined in the studio by a man who's no stranger to these parts uh, Tommy Lanigan as he mics himself up there Tommy how are you? Very well Liam I presume you were watching proceedings in the park? Oh god yes a pity that mm. Uh, what was a good enough championship uh, to end in a, a procession or a funeral, whichever way you want to describe it? <laughs> what, um, look, there's probably Dixborough people listening here scratching their heads as, as to say, why did they not turn up today? What what went wrong? I don't know. I've been fortunate enough during this awful season to get to see a lot of matches. Mm. And I saw Dixborough three times before today and each time they had improved. But you know, they had two weeks to prepare for a county final and I have to say, I don't never want to be too critical, but I have to say that I couldn't see a game plan there mm. and I couldn't see fire. And against the Shamrocks, there's only one game plan you can use and that is face up to them, take them on man for man mm. and in the old expression, tear into them. Yeah, That never happened at any level, anywhere on the field. And... As a result, Shamrocks were able to pick out their passes left, right and centre and they're fantastic yeah, in that and, regard. And you, you contrast that with the James Stevens semi-final. I mean, the, the village men hurled out of their skins and still couldn't beat them. Dixborough, did they kind of go, were they a bit naive going into it? Well, certainly I couldn't imagine the Dixborough management team as being naive. They have... Um, they're, you know, they, they've actually prep, prepped their players very, very well for the championship so mm. far. A lot of people were very impressed by them. I know, talking to a couple of Shamrocks, two former Shamrocks hurlers, I was talking to them this morning, and both of them independently said that they reckon that Dixborough was the best team they were like, they were the, perhaps the best team uh, they were encountering over the last three years. Mm. But uh, that certainly wasn't the way. And uh, I think that the Dixborough allowed the Shamrocks to play a game. When you go to a, when you play a championship match, you have to impose yourself on the game. Yeah. You just have to do it. There is no option. It's like it's funny, it's like Liz Downey yesterday. Uh, they didn't allow Thomastown impose themselves on the game. Whereas they were only barely able to impose Liz Downey were only barely able to impose themselves on the game at a couple of crucial phases of it. But they never allowed Thomastown to dominate. If you don't allow a team to dominate you have a great chance. Well, they were but always neck and neck, to, weren't You they? have to start with mm. that. You have to start with that. All the all the other thoughts of what your free taker will do or how good your goalie will mm. play and so on. What we forget yeah. is that Dara Hulhan saved three certain goals today as well as the... <laughs> unfortunately, there were five went in, none of which were his fault. But he saved three certain goals as well. It could have been much worse. Mm. The Shamrocks are remarkable. Yeah. And they're remarkably simple. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful team. I absolutely love looking at how they play hurling because it looks so simple, but yet it's very sophisticated. Mm. To find the space they do, I mean, Kieran Muldowney has a phrase that he never seen space score a pint, but he's seen a hurler and a damn good hurler uh, score a pint. And Shamrocks Belly Hill have plenty of them. Absolutely. And I think the, the guys that are impressing me this year with Shamrocks are 
Um, but the big names will always impress because the big names with Shamrocks will always deliver. But fellas like Derek Corcoran, Ronan Corcoran, who knocks over four points every time he plays at midfield, Brian Cody, um, Owen Cody, um, those guys, the corner, the cornerback, Brian Butler, um, those guys are just superb players. And uh, I couldn't name all the rest of them. Their goalkeeper was terrific. He made one mistake today, poking the ball close to over the sideline. That was all. He wasn't even troubled after that. Mm. And uh, they have, uh, but the game to play is simple, but the game to play also, they create space by being generous, by passing the ball. And that's how they create it. Whereas, I suppose, looking back at the nearest anybody got in this year is our beloved village. Yeah. And our problem ultimately was that we didn't pass the ball at times. And it cost us. Mm. And that, more than anything else, cost us. And with the Shamrocks, you have to move them around. You have to uh, outgo them. You have, but you have to be in their faces. And uh, in fairness, they have been, today they were magnificent. Mm. They really were wonderful. Well, you could say also in that semi-final that James Stevens at times out-hurled Shamrocks. But, oh, yeah. but the two key men, and they keep getting mentioned, Colin Fenley and TJ Reid, were constantly a threat. And whenever he got the ball, there was danger. Now... Did was there too much attention based on that going into this final from ourselves and the media, maybe selectors? I don't know. General hur hurling people in general as to how to contain them and not about the other thirteen players. And we should put Owen Reid in that equation as well because he is dangerous. Owen Reid was great today. He got two two, terrific, great forward play. And I th I think you can't if you focus too much on individuals. There's a balance. If you focus too much on individuals, I was surprised that Dixborough didn't send somebody after TJ to mark him and maybe sacrifice a player. You can't do any more than that. You can't play a spare man in defence, otherwise they just pick you off from out the field. Um, I think they, they, Dixborough allowed the centre of the defence to be opened all too often. But, and they should, have been, you know, they should have been aware of that, but they weren't able to do anything. They weren't first to the ball. You have to be first to the ball. Hmm. That's your best chance. You've no chance if you're second to the ball with the Shamrocks because their touch is so good in the sub the subs who play who come on. And again, I've seen the Shamrocks a few times this year. It doesn't matter who's playing. They all play the same way. They all have a wonderful touch. And it takes a huge, huge mental effort to match them, never mind beat them. But you can, you can, you'll always, you'll always have top players on a good opposing team. Yeah. No matter what sport you're playing, if you're playing against the top teams, there will be very top, there'll be top players there, and you have to deal with them, and then move on. So you can't let that overawe you in any way. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure if they were overawed, but they were certainly outclassed in New PMC Nolan Park. We'll take a break, and we'll have further analysis to come. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, eighty-eight point seven FM. Tommy, uh, we were just talking off there, off air there about the game in the intermediate yesterday. Well, we haven't seen that's the first time ever in an intermediate final we went to penalties, and uh, we haven't seen drama like that for quite a while. Ah, uh, it was brilliant. I, I have to say, now I was doing the live streaming for mm. Kilkenny County Board, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it. It was, you know, Liz Downey. I thought coming into again, I saw him playing a couple of times during the year. Liz Downey looked like a team that would give you enormous grief at every position on the field. Mm. And they're very young lads and they played with great confidence. And Thomastown were, I suppose, the people's favourites. 
they've won the they won the league in the three of the last four years. They've got a good strong team. People would have felt they should have won it last. They could have won it last year. There were a lot of ifs and buts, but all the all the pointers were towards. Thomastown getting through but they got a warning in the semi-final because they only barely got past St. Lactans in the semi-final and North Kenny teams are very difficult to beat and Lactans and Liz Downey they play a very similar kind of game they'd eat you alive before they let you have the ball <laughs> and then they take it from there and that's a that that's a great way of playing in itself Fenians are the same and that's why the Fenians kept their, their uh, intermediate status Mm. And Thomastown obviously had to be aware of that. But it is a very, very serious challenge when you go out to play against a team that will never, ever let up. And I thought Liz Downey were fantastic at that yesterday. They were dead twice, let's face it. The game, Thomastown were three up and didn't really defend the last three very well in normal time. Mm. There were two, you know, they, they, that, that ball should never have got to the net. Purely and simply. And uh, there were five up in extra time. And then a couple of fouls. And uh, the free taker, Adam Tallis, was a very, very good for Liz Downey for on the freeze for most of the game. He was he, he went off he went off late in the game and uh, Brian Kavna came on. And he nailed everything in sight. He was absolutely brilliant from the freeze. And he was very good in general play. And the Lisdowney subs as they came on, they actually improved matters. And that was um, that says a lot about them. But they're they're great defenders. Yeah, they're are great they, defenders. Are they one of those teams? Uh, you, you often hear the phrase "play the game on your terms" and you know dictate the game, dictate the play in the game. Are Lisdowney the opposite to that? Do they are they okay being on the back foot and when they get the scraps, just you know being very efficient? Yeah, I think I think they can do both. Um, uh, people are I think they've been underestimated this year they were brilliantly coached brilliantly coached the way they were, the manner in which they played the ball out of defence uh, throughout their matches particularly in the county semi-final was most most impressive and they've I think they don't mind not having the ball hmm. and that's perhaps, that's perhaps your, your point that they're happy enough to chase down players and so on and so forth when they get the ball then they know what to do they're, while they've no outstanding forwards they have a lot of guys who are interested in getting scores and that's what you want forwards who will attack the goal and Thomastown like they were th they were there last year and I was watching them against Tullerone in that intermediate final last year and I left Nolan Park saying Thomastown had their chance and they blew it yesterday will they just have left with so many regrets I mean they had a five point lead they had a three point lead they even had a period in the penalty shootout I know there's an element of luck there where they felt were home and host and they still didn't fall over the line even falling over the line I think that would have suited Thomas Town they couldn't manage it yeah um, the sight of the winning post is the most frightening thing in mm. sport it really is it, it, it's absolutely terrifying and well, there, are, just, there are teams yeah. there are teams who when they see the winning post mm. they hesitate you can't hesitate in a final yeah can I just uh, just interrupt you quickly mm. can I ask you a simple question Are they were they the best team in intermediate this year in all 15s and all panels included were they the best panel in that in that grade Thomastown yeah no the best panel and the best team 
is the team that wins. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I knew but, you'd do that. In fairness, in fairness to Thomastown, they, they gave it a right lash and they contributed mightily to the occasion. Uh, it was an extraordinary occasion in the sense that, particularly the fact that it went to penalties, uh, that made it very, very tense and it also made it into a lottery. And essentially, Thomastown lost in the lottery. Yeah. But that's not to take from Liz Downey's achievement in winning the lottery. Was there any areas in the field where you felt Thomastown, if they had switched things up or they brought this man on or they did that differently, that they could have uh, gone further ahead and maybe sealed the deal? No, I think they... they um, last year one could have said that all right, but certainly not this year. I thought they, they played... Um, they, they, played as, they played as well as they could through the game and, uh, as I say, should have won it. But, you know, winning's a habit too. And um, Liz Downey have got very, very few chances to win big matches because they've rarely been in them. Mm. You know, they, they, they had a couple of good under-21 teams in, the, in recent years and that's what they, they, they've built on. They're very, very young, but they showed no fear whatever and they just kept chasing everything, which is a great winning mentality. Mm. And sometimes, I, I think Thomas Towns. Thomastown's problem was that they weren't simply ruthless enough. Mm. They were winning the game. But when the opportunity was there to put Liz Downey away, they just didn't do yeah. it. And in Kilke Kilkenny is an awful county to try and win championships. That's why it's such a great hurling mm. county, a great sporting county. Very difficult to win anything because you really have to put the opposition away to be sure that you've, you, you, you win. Because somehow or other... Um, most teams will get back at you if the game is close. So, I'm sorry now if any Liz Downey people are uh, people are listening and they're enjoying their celebrations after that. I'm sure they had a great night last night, but uh, I hope this question doesn't lead to a bit of a downer from Tommy and his answer. But, how will they fare at senior? Many people I've been talking to think it'll be they'll be up against it and it'll be very challenging. Well, I think they're very young. Mm. They're strong. They have been brilliantly coached, and if they can, will they target have a games go. next year? No, they'll, they'll go they, into they, the all they, games they shouldn't. the same. They mm. shouldn't. They just have to. They just have to go for everything. Mm. It's their first opportunity since the mid nineteen seventies to play senior. These guys never even dreamed because they'd, they'd have been seen for so long as a junior club. Yeah, and. Uh, this is their opportunity now and they just have to take it with both hands and if they bring the attitude they have they have, they have great defenders they have super defenders uh, the Feelings, Owen Walsh, Ben Tallis uh, they are outstanding and they're very very young guys I mean their full back was only 21 years of age there the other uh, yesterday and uh, he stood up to everything that was thrown at him and there was a lot thrown at him now he had a tough time but uh, their goalkeeper is outstanding they have you can build so much on that and they just chase everything down and I think um, while they could get you know you can't expect them to go out and take on the Shamrocks and beat them yeah. but they should go out and try mm. because you know the Shamrocks have been beaten a couple of times this year in the league Liz Downey just want to survive you know and you see there's a couple of competitions in Kilkenny Senior Hurling and I suppose one of them is winning the Senior Championship but the other one is surviving at Senior Mm. And I was very sorry for Dane's Ford this year because 
the, the, the injuries hit them at the wrong time. Greg Belly Callan had a horror coming into the senior league and into the championship, and they got a couple of players back, enough to enable them to survive. Roar Nestig did the same. Uh, the Roar, the Roar had um, an incredible injury. The f- five best players were injured going out to play against the Shamrocks in the championship. And they got a couple of them back and they survived. I would say poorer Dane's four teams have survived in senior mm. and survived comfortably in senior. And like every team, they'll have a battle, they'll have a battle to get back. Mm. And doesn't it become a skill almost being a specialist in survival? You mentioned the Fenians, Dane's four probably in a similar category as well. You, you, yeah. know, you know your limits and you know what you can do and you can do enough just to stay in your stay at your level stay yeah. at senior stay at intermediate yeah the, the, the Fenians are I suppose they've all, they, they spent about they certainly spent 12 years at senior level when most people were expecting to be relegated mm. they have spent quite a few years at intermediate level when everyone is expecting to be mm. but again we're back to fighting and fighting power and spirit and a basic cussedness that you don't lose you do what you know. You go out and you do whatever it takes within the rules of the game to win the match, and that's the Fenian spirit. And that's why so many. That's why they've produced so many great hurlers in their time. Mm. I mean, the list, the list of wonderful hurlers that have come out of Johnstown over the years uh, is huge, much much bigger than most, uh, than nearly any club of similar size, I'd say. Mm. And it's because of that spirit. And that they're able to generate, and you know, when the good players come along, they really get the best out of them. But um, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's tough. It's 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 tough on Dane's Ford. I think they they needed perhaps they needed another if they had hung in for another year at senior that have they'd have I think developed a little bit. Yeah, but they're um, a young team as well. Yeah, they are of course. Yeah, but really, this championship is a strange one because because the matches were so clustered together. If you get a run of injuries, you're in real real trouble. And I remember talking to Pat Hoban, who was the Greg manager before before they played their first round, and he was Pat was saying, "He said, what else is going to happen?" Is and one of the things that actually happened them as part of the COVID, uh, one of their players who was <laughs> a member of the Garda Shiakana was stranded above in Kildare, right? And he couldn't play. You know, when 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 things when things go wrong on you, they all go wrong. But yeah. at least they got it together. They got them together to survive senior, and they'll be fine too. Yeah, I wanted to, I want to get back to Thomastown and uh, maybe delve and look ahead to next year's intermediate if we can, because yeah. hopefully we'll have crowds there, and I think that does change up the competition. But um, uh, you touched on the likes of Danes Fours and the Fenians there. Do you think relegation should have been in place this year? I think so because. I think teens had enough opportunity to survive it. Mm. I think it was fair. It's it's a very very cruel system in ruthless. many ways. You know, it's mm. ruthless. We, we go back twenty years to Dunhamag and win the senior championship, and they were playing they were playing intermediate a year later. Yeah. You know, you you have you have that you can, but that makes for a very very good championship, notwithstanding the final. You know, the, the the final of a championship is a... Um, you hope that the two best teams get there and that they serve up a good game on the day. But, uh, you know, it's a senior and intermediate. It has kept, uh, kept clubs very, very honest. Mm. And I think it has kept terrific hurling pressure on clubs. They can't take their eye off the ball for a moment. And that's the way it should be. Yeah. 
I can only imagine the pain that a, a group of players can feel about relegation. And I can't. I wouldn't say the feeling of not getting promotion is that much different because you are stuck in that intermediate grade again. Obviously, it depends on the team maybe that loses the final. For a club like Thomastown to be so close but yet so far once again, how will they bounce back next year? They've got plenty of young players. They have a physically strong team. They have all the elements to be to win an intermediate championship. There's no question about that. And essentially, it's uh, it's mind over matter. Hmm. But they will need to um, they will need to think about how they win games and how to win games. Hmm. And it is mind. It is very much in in their in their situation. It's very much mind over matter. I mean, Tull, let's face it. Tullerone had the same problems. Tullerone were on the maybe at the last chance saloon for winning an intermediate championship last year. So you know, Thomastown aren't they, they? They're not the first and won't be the last. Yeah. But it is a very very difficult one. I remember it's a long time ago now. But the the village were uh, had to play for relegation in the nineties. And there was a six-week gap between the last uh, going out of the championship and playing the relegation match. And it was possibly the worst time in the club, in the, in the club season. It was miserable. Yeah. And it was the fear of failure was what dominated everything. We were lucky enough we got a decent draw and we got, we got, a, we got, we got playing against a team we were always going to beat. But... Uh, it's 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 a horrible place to be, and uh, you know. But rural clubs then think differently, and they, they, they you know they have a group of players who will be there for a number of years, and they have to make hay with them. Yeah. But there is a. I have to say, also in all of this, uh, compliments to Kilkenny County Board for the manner in which they ran the championships. Yeah. They really did run them brilliantly, and uh, you know now they didn't put a, they didn't put a foot wrong. So and that in itself is a serious achievement because it took more it took more work to organise a match in Nolan Park than it did for them to organise a national league match where there'd be a thousand people. Hmm. Yeah, and like the spe- like the the games lived up to the billing, and I mean I, I don't think yeah. there was you could count on one hand the amount of poor games we got as well. So I think from that point of view, the in order to get that they obviously had to get all the mentors, all the officials, all the players on side, which wasn't easy because I know there was plenty of people who were a bit sceptical as to how it would work and would it be worth it and would, would we lose that bit of oomph. It, yeah. Not a bit of it, and there are lots of rules to follow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was. I, I, I have to, I have to say, and I say, I was one of the, I was one of the few lucky ones who got to see a lot of games. Um, I was most impressed this year. I was most impressed with individual players mm. on every team, their level of fitness and their level of preparedness. And I suppose COVID, we've been hearing a lot about, uh, you know, that COVID has got more people off their, off their butts, if you like, and out walking and jogging and running and so on. Obviously, the players uh, took that to heart as well. And the levels of fitness and so on were, uh, were really excellent. Mm. And uh, you'd have to compliment people on that as well, you know. So, so it's, I suppose it's one the one the one the one the positive byproducts of the, the the terrible times we're living in yeah. is the, the the increase in general fitness and activity that's going on. And is there any player or club maybe we'll start with senior that stood out to you that really that surpassed your expectations? Apart from the Shamrocks, they always do. <laughs> um, Definitely didn't surpass no. our expectations. Oh yeah, but they're so good. Mm. You, you think they're you know you think someday maybe somebody will stand up to them and. 
come close or maybe beat them. Like today, a lot of people were very, very, thought very seriously that Dixborough would win today mm. and they were just put to the sword. The game was over in 15 minutes. You couldn't see Dixborough coming back because Shamrocks had imposed themselves so powerfully on, 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 the, on the game. And uh, that was... Um, yeah, there's a, the, the senior teams... I mean, if the three city game, there is a serious issue there. Dixborough could well go and win the junior championship next week. Does this game today? Do you think it has a bearing? I know a different set of no, players, diff- yeah. but different set of mood. players. Yeah, I know. I think it's. I think they have a different set of players. Mm. They have a different set of players, and uh, they haven't lost anyone. And uh, they've been very impressive. They've been putting up big scores, but yeah. if Don't only, if only, yeah. But they have a week. They have a week to get their heads around the fact that in a final you have to go out and be ruthless and impose yourself on the opposition and when you do that you give yourself a chance if you don't do that you're out the gate you're gone and uh, you know they could be you could possibly see them and O'Loughlin's with intermediate teams in the in the championship next year uh, you have you know you have a huge the the city teams are back to they're beginning to uh, make serious waves at adult level across a couple of levels and I don't know um, there's other than that you have you know some of the some of the other senior teams are they're a bit com- they're coming and going some of them got caught a bit this year with injuries but one of the pluses this year was they had all their players and there were none of them wondering about will he come back from the States or will he come back from the States too yeah. stone he- too heavy <laughs> or uh, he's gone will he come back at all yeah. You know, they all had all their players. So there weren't too many, there shouldn't be too many excuses about that. Mm. And uh, it should have been very much to the benefit of, uh, of, the, of the clubs. I think it was to some extent, it was certainly to the benefit of a few of them. Yeah. And you touched on it there, Dixborough, like they weren't really tested in the semi final against Piltown. The Piltown men were very reliant on freeze. Yeah. This is a whole different ball game. Connie Shamrocks, I there was certainly a lot of disappointment in in the manner of the in the way they lost to O'Loughlin's last year. Uh would you fancy Dixborough and let's just say for argument's sake they do get promoted, is that a good state for the intermediate hurling championship to have two second string you know, second string senior teams if you like playing intermediate hurling? I don't think it does it any harm in the sense that if they're good enough to play in that division, well, why not? Mm. Um, you've had it a couple of times before. It then more in the 90s. The village in the noughties, the more three years, the village had five or six years at intermediate. And O'Loughlin's um, now, and O'Loughlin's acquitted themselves very well this year. Yeah. The problem is scoring power. You know, your second team... Your first, you'd, you'd be hoping your first team has scoring power, but the odds of your second team having serious scoring power is are somewhat limited. Uh, though Dixborough have got a lot of scores this year. Now they've run up very impressive totals against a couple of decent, te- a couple of decent junior teams. So I don't know. And can he? Well, can he have to answer the same questions that were asked of Thomastown yesterday? Last year they went to a county final. There was a big expectation that they'd win it. Hmm. They didn't. Now, right in fairness, they went on and they they they, they went all the way at national level, and was great for them. I think they, I still think they might have swapped them. But there's nothing yeah. to beat your own championship. Mm. Simple as that. And we, um, you're dead right there, Liam. And uh, you know the Connie lads have the question have the question to answer uh, for, for 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 the final. Are they going to make a decision? And it is purely psychological. Are they going to make the decision? 
that come what may, they're going to win this one and they won't let second championship slip. Mm, well, you now, yeah. sometimes that can become too big an obstacle too. Yeah. Well, you don't have but to be a philosopher, Tommy, to see... They have what the talent. The, yeah, what the Borough bring to the table. What do Connie yeah. bring? Connie have a number of players who can turn a game. There's some very, very steady players. Mm. Is there any area when it comes to a final? You'll have to, you'll have to, Mm. you know, when it comes to the when it comes to a to final, uh, characters laid bare, and a team that wins a final has a bit of character about them. Mm. It's like when you go to the when you win your county championship and you go and play in the All Ireland Club Championship, whether it be senior, intermediate, or junior, the guys you are playing against are also county champions, and they have a lot of pride in themselves and they have character and they have fire and you can't take any opposition the Kilkenny win, county winners can't take opposition from Carlow or Meath or anywhere or Leash or Offaly or anywhere for granted mm-hmm. because you can get turned over very easily by teams that have pride as well who are county champions too and that's the enormity of winning a county championship, it says no. It says a huge amount about 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 the character and the 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 the, the collective desire of a team. Mm. So, twill be twill be the the junior final will be a very interesting one from that point of view. And do you think Connie will get over the obstacle? Keeping in Hopefully. mind there's a Connie man in the building. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I did. laughs> we'd have we we'll have discussion about that too. Um, they'll have to they'll have to do most things right yeah and if they do they probably have enough firepower but they'll have to do most things right and they'll have to have a never say die attitude yeah right Tommy before I let you go and remember everything on radio is taped so I'm just going to get some predictions even as what we're an hour after this full time whistle has gone in the senior county final and I'm asking you about next year already but what the hell I'm going to do it anyway so the, the grade that interests me most is actually not the senior as competitive as it is it's the intermediate because looking through the teams before this campaign campaign got underway I thought there was nearly six teams you could make a case for so we've looked at Thomastown uh, Glenmore very disappointed to fall at the semi-final hurdle this yeah, year. Will that and, change I next mean, year? But again, it's back to it's back mm. to what Liz Downey did to them. Liz Downey more, you know, you could you could substitute you could substitute uh, Thomas for Glenmore in terms of how Liz Down, uh, in terms of the Liz Downey performance. Um, they're they have a number of very good players, but sometimes when you have a number of very good players, you try to look to them to do too much. It's the other players to step up. That I mentioned earlier on, the Shamrocks guys, the Corkerdens, the Codys, Butler, the corner back, their goalkeeper. They're not the big names. Hmm. But, man, you know, a couple of the Mullins, Paddy Mullin. But, my God, the talent they have and their drive and determination. And that's what, that's what makes the team. Yeah. And uh, Glenmore... You know they've got they they have they have the Murphys they have Jerry Elward Jerry obviously he was you know coming back from injuries had a um, and his touch just wasn't right because that was quite clear in, 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 against Liz Downey because mm, wasn't but, there a ball late in the game yeah, where it yeah, just yeah but even er, earlier late he just he just didn't have enough hurling in, in the in the system I'd say and uh, you can't just depend John Donnelly put in a huge performance for Thomas Town yesterday six points in play you couldn't ask for more from a man. Mm. 
So, but it's the other guys chipping in will win the game for you. Yeah. Especially the final. When the guys, I always think of a, a particular player in the village years ago who we agonised about whether we'd play him or whether we wouldn't. But when he got the nod to play, he got a hold of that jersey and there was no way anybody else was going to get it. And he wasn't a star, but he was one of our best men. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we'll let all the village people listen and try and figure out who that is. Uh, Tommy, we're keeping you on overtime. Don't worry, we'll put it on the expenses. We have to take a commercial break and pay the bills and uh, we'll pick your brains a bit more before we go at five o'clock. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM. Two teams I want to focus on before we leave it. Carrick Shock, a lot of good young players. A couple of pucks of the ball from making the first round of the championship just fell short. And as for Bally Raggett, well, disaster is the word that comes to mind. Yeah, um, nobody expected Bally Raggett to go, to, to go, to mm. go where they were. Um, and again, they have plenty of good players. But if things go wrong in a six or eight week campaign, it's very hard to get them right again. And uh, I think they'll have. You'd expect Billy Raggett to bounce back. They they looked through the, through through most of their matches. They looked like a pretty decent intermediate team, though a bit back from where they were in the last couple of years. Mm. But nobody expected the, them to fall where they were. But uh, I like the you know the cut of the jib of a few of the teams. Dunhamagan was a team that promised quite a lot in the in the in the early stages of the. Um, of the certainly through the league and they're very very young and uh, a decent enough junior team too but with intermediate hard to know um, carry shock yeah they need a little bit more time but they're not bad they're not bad and there's prospects for them you know but it's 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 trying to have when things aren't going well to hang in hmm. is, the, is, 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 is the key and that's it's easier said than done but there are I think that there's a at both senior and intermediate level, there are two. There are two layers. There's the the group of teams who have prospects of winning something, and there's the group of teams who are just holding on by their fingernails. And I hope that gap doesn't 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 uh, doesn't open too much. I suppose it's always been the way in any championship. You look at you look at the Premiership. There's only maybe three or four teams with a in with a shout of winning it. At in any in a good year. In a bad year, there might only be two, and uh, it's the same whether you look at rugby, whether you look at, you go look at the you know we're looking at the at the at the big at the golf at the golf majors. Mm. Now, not not so much the the dare I say lesser competitions like the Irish Open, but when you look at the majors, there's only a, there's only a couple of guys who tee off who are li- who are likely to win, mm. and the rest they might have two good days, they might have th- they might have a third good day, but the odds of them having a fourth good day are very limited. Yeah, uh, just out to break away for a moment. We have to acknowledge Barry's been in touch. Barry, we were trying to contact you, so you may pick up that phone. Uh, but uh, he's glad to hear you back on the airwaves, Tommy. So, and he's he's used the word maestro, and it's hard to disagree with him. <laughs> hey, Barry. So, very good afternoon to you, Barry. Thanks for. Uh, we'll hear from you again, I'm sure, after six o'clock. Um, for Pat Ballyragged, is it a case like I would have tiered them, and I'm open to correction, as a bottom tier senior team, higher end intermediate team? Is it a case that they bounce back immediately from junior, or is it a bit more complicated than that? Well, I suppose it, it depends on every team has will depend on a couple of players to 
drive them forward or to get them out of trouble when they're in trouble or whatever. If you can keep those players in your in your club, if you can keep them playing, if they don't emigrate or if they're you know if they're injury free, it'll give you you know it'll give a team like Ballyragget a fighting chance. Um, so that's that'll be the that'll be the challenge for them. But you know you you have to if you're going to if you're going to prosper. I go back to the point of you have to have a hard edge. You have to, and that doesn't mean you have to be, you have to be a flake in people all over the place. What that means is you have to have a personal determination to be the very, very best you can be, and not compromise that. Mm. And uh, in senior, I'll keep it very simple: who stops the Shamrocks? Does it come from the city, and how do they do it? Oh, should that's going to be a that's go, that's going to that's a huge a huge. Um, it's a huge ask for That's any team. The H one, but question. isn't it a wonderful challenge? Yeah, to be the team who gets past the Shamrocks and goes on to win a championship next year. That's a, that's a marvelous challenge for a for a for a club. And there are, you know, there are a few clubs that need to get their heads up and think about that again and come back as better players and a better team next year. Uh, or Lachlan's Village, yeah, any one of those should be able to match the Shamrocks, but. Uh, Again, they, they, they have to um, they have to do a lot in order to do so because you just ha- you just have to get a right against Shamrocks, mm. and I think whatever chance you have of beating them, you have less of a chance when it comes to a final. Yeah, because they know how to win. Why are they? Why is this, why are they a different animal in the championship? And you can talk about peaking and mm. players being at full fitness, but they're a beatable team in the league. They were in a relegation semi final last year. What yeah. what changes? Because is it just as simple as they're the, the more hurling they get into them, or is there something a bit more calculated and meticulous about it? Uh, there has to be win the win the winners. I think are um, winners like like te- winning teams like Shamrocks and like you know little Kenny seniors have been. Um, they feed on they feed on success, and they know how to win tight games, and. They also have incredible belief in their ability. There's so many. There's so many elements. But I always keep going back to the Shamrocks. Going their skill level. They don't make mistakes on the ball. They don't drop the ball. Mm. Owen Cody's glass goal today was remarkable. He was under enormous pressure. Caught the ball. It dropped to it dropped to his feet, and in the same movement, he just buried it, and it it was absolutely class. Again, small things like I remember one of the subs who came on at one stage under the old stand. Now, it was near the end, all right, but he made one little shimmy. He wasn't moving particularly quickly, but he made one little shimmy, sent two digs for fellas the wrong way, and cleared the ball up the field off his left side. And to just pure simplicity. But their simplicity, and it's like all good teams, their simplicity is their technical excellence. Hmm. And you can't get past that. And the coaching in the Shamrocks at underage level must be remarkable. And yet they don't win too many competitions because they don't have necessarily a big population of players at the age. But they also focus on developing player skills, Mm. not on winning medals. And I think, and I have said it and argued it and been criticised for saying it, but I'll say it again, the attitude of the three city clubs in travelling half the length of the country to win under eight tournaments or under ten tournaments or whatever is ludicrous. Mm. It is anti 
player development. Mm. And the sooner they get over that, the better. You can develop players, but forget about this obsession about winning at seven or eight years of age or 10 years of age or 14 years of age. And we're delighted, to, that being said, we're delighted to win the under 13 yesterday. But it can't be the be-all and end-all. Yeah. It's winning a match. And one bombshell, to, before I let you go, and there's one man on our sports team here, Pat Tracy, who, whose uh, consistency says he doesn't like finals or any matches of any at any grade or any level being won in penalty shootouts. Now, you were uh, part of that, weren't you? So uh, I was. Can I, you make I like a case the, for the defence? I, well, for, I think it's a wider picture. First of all, I think the day of the replay is gone, thank God. There's been enough fixture problems as a consequence of re ludicrous replays and ludicrous delays for replays. There has to be another mechanism. I think the one-on-one -on -one penalty has been great. And while we mightn't like to go out, while it becomes a bit of a lottery, like it did yesterday, it's still a considerable test of skill. And I would have it any day over having replays. Right, 086-353-7782 is your text. Tommy, as always, great to talk to you. Thanks, Liam. We are Community Radio, Kilkenny City, 88.7 FM.